Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 43 of Be With Me. Paul Tripp describes love as, quote, love is not described by abstract words. Love is described, love is defined by an event. The event is most important in human history, the cross of Jesus Christ. That event defines what love is. Love is willing self-sacrifice for the good of another. So I thought we may look at that again. We're going to look at John chapter 19, which uh, majors on Pilate and Jesus. So listen in with me. I'm going to stop a number of times. We're going to read verses 1 through 16. Then Pilate took Jesus and flogged him. So I'm going to stop here first of all. Yesterday when we looked at the Gospels of Luke and Mark through the same account, we're kind of re-going over the same uh, territory at the end of today, if you will, and at the end of yesterday, just before Jesus went to be crucified, he was scourged. The scourging is that really bad beating. Um, this one is a beating that is meant to elicit pity because Pilate is trying to punish and release Jesus. So that's why he hasn't beaten and then he's going to be shown here. So verse 2, the soldiers twisted together a crown of thorns and put it on his head and arrayed him in a purple robe. So this is the punish and release strategy. I want to talk about mocking just for a second. So mocking is when you pretend somebody is something to emphasize that they're not something. So what they're saying is, oh, look at this quote-unquote king, where what they're really saying is this guy is not a king. So that's the thorn and the and the purple robe, which I think came from uh, Herod. They came up to him saying, Hail, King of the Jews, and struck him with their hands. So more mocking and striking. Pilate went out again. So there's an interior and exterior of this uh, palace that he's in. The Jews are outside. He went out again and said to them, See, I am bringing him out to you that you may know that I find no guilt in him. So Pilate is struck in a real pickle here. He finds no guilt in Jesus. Uh, it says in verse 4, he finds no guilt. Verse 6, I find no guilt. Um, in Luke, both he and um, Herod find him not guilty. He finds nothing deserving of death, and he desires to release Jesus. That's his pickle, and we'll keep going with that. So Jesus came out wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe, and Pilate said to him, Behold the man. In other words, hey, you should have pity on this guy. What a poor fellow. He's all beaten, his crown of thorns. Uh, you should have compassion on him, and here's what happens. When the chief priests and officers saw him, they cried out, Crucify him, crucify him. Pilate said to him, Take him yourselves and crucify him. For I, here it is again, I find no guilt in him. The Jews answer him, We have a law, and according to that law he ought to die, because he has made himself the Son of God. So Pilate has had a previous conversation with him, um, who in verse 36 of the same chapter, John 8, or previous chapter, John 18, Jesus says, my kingdom is not of the world. My kingdom, if this, my kingdom were of this world, my servants would be fighting that I may not be delivered over to the Jews. 
but my kingdom is not for the world. So Pilate asked him, so you're a king. So Pilate's already had an intimate conversation with uh, Jesus regarding who he is. And when he when he is identified here as this divine son of God, Pilate is even more afraid. Well, the question is, what made Pilate afraid in the first place? So that, you got to go back to um, Matthew, and we find that Matthew, we find this interesting thing about his wife. So Pilate is not just interacting with the Jews, and he's not just interacting with Jesus. He's interacting with uh, his wife, too. Listen to this. Besides, while he was sitting on the judgment seat, his wife sent word to him, quote, have nothing to do with him, nothing to do with that righteous man. For I have suffered much because of him today in a dream. So isn't that interesting? So Pilate has all these disparate people that are pulling at his various limbs, Caesar and Jesus and the Jews, and now his wife. This, when Pilate heard the statement, he was even more afraid. So I think his interaction with Jesus made him afraid, his wife made him afraid, and now he finds out that Jesus has made himself the Son of God. This makes him even more afraid. Verse 9. He entered his headquarters again and said to Jesus, Where are you from? But Jesus gave him no answer. So Pilate said to him, You will not speak to me? Do you not know that I have authority to release you and, and authority to crucify you? Jesus answered him, You would have no authority over me at all unless it had been given you from above. And this is the exact authority that Pilate is going to abuse by condemning an innocent man. Therefore, he who delivered me over to you has the greater sin. From then on, Pilate sought to release him. But the Jews cried out, If you release this man, you are not Caesar's friend. Everyone who makes himself a king opposes Caesar. This is kind of the trump card that the Jews use. So Pilate heard these words. He brought Jesus out and sat down on the judgment seat. So this is the Bema seat in Greek. And this was a place where when the authority sat in this, this was like I'm speaking with my authority hat on. Uh, and it was well known to the people. It was usually an elevated uh, position. Paul was judged at, on the Bema seat uh, uh, as well. So he sat down on the Bema seat at the place called the Stone Pavement, and in Aramaic, Gabbatha. Now it was the day of preparation of the Passover. It was about the sixth hour. He said to the Jews, Behold your king. They cried out, they cried out, Away with him, away with him, crucify him. Pilate said to them, Shall I crucify your king? The chief priest answered, We have no king but Caesar. So he delivered him over. Luke says he decided. Um, he delivered him over to them to be crucified. And then this is where he gets uh, scourged, as described in Luke and Mark. So in a sense, I feel sympathetic towards Pilate with all the people that are pulling at him. Um, Jesus is uh, obviously the biggest part of this, where he identifies him a little bit as the Son of God, and he really decides against him to abuse his power and his authority because of being Caesar's friend. So we're sitting again with the crucifixion. Tomorrow we're actually going to talk about it. I thank you for the courage of staying with me through these uh, unpalatable parts of the Bible. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.